0: welcome 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 once again my friends it is nice to see you again welcome to season three episode 16 of the soda pop podcast i am your host tyler hankins and today we have a very special episode for you today we've got a collection a collective of talented individuals and they go by the name of coffee black give a give them a soda pop welcome everybody thank you thank you all right so guys i want you guys to introduce yourselves and just let us know like what instruments you play and just give us a brief like you know uh for somebody like if you're uh elevator pitching the band like what would you say like uh i'm sorry (laughs) like if you're uh introduce yourself and then be like okay our band is this so let's try to do that
1: i'm cj uh I'm the lead vocals, and I play the keyboard. Cool.
2: I'm Angelo, and I play auxiliary percussion and background vocals. Taylor, uh,
3: also auxiliary percussion and
0: background vocals. I'm Damien. I play bass. That's about it. (laughs) Nice. And uh, say you were on an elevator, any of you, and there was, like, a – a who's like, man, I really want to listen to some really nice funky music. Do you have any recommendations?
1: And then, what would you say to that? I'd stop them, pull them in. Like, do you like funky soul music? And I'd, I'd be like, hey, check out Coffee Black as I'm shaking them. But uh, we're we're really a retro funk and soul like band trying to just, you know. Play fun music? Play fun music and put on fun I mean, shows. Put on fun shows. But thank you for the, for the help. <laughs> Sorry. <you're kidding. laughs> but, yeah, we're, we're a good time. And if you like music, you will definitely like us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little everything.
0: <laughs> I like that. That's, like, really fun. So, you mentioned, like, putting on fun shows. Like, what would you define? Like, how would you say, uh, like, how would you put on a fun show? I'm curious.
1: I really believe that uh if you're like having fun on the stage, like it'll just go to the uh, the audience. It'll ricochet it's, and get to them.
3: And it's hard to not have fun in a ten piece band with horns and three drummers. Like it's it's really cool. It's very high <laughs> it's very high energy and that's, Yeah, it's a lot of energy.
0: That's what's fun. <laughs> you guys have any like favorite on stage moments you've had so far?
2: <laughs> we just who, talked about when uh, who, who wants to tell it because that's that's mine. Uh, yeah, we were talking about yesterday or the day before or something. Um, we played a show in Madison, Alabama, and this lady said that she was a tambourine player of some sort, and so we we're like, okay, so we'll play this song and you could play tambourine, and so she came up. And I, I basically just told her what to play, and we go through the song, and we made it through the song, and everything was fine. And then she uh, starts to leave and get off stage, and she completely just falls over. And made <laughs> <laughs> face that's face hands. Hands got <laughs> a three-foot drop off the side of the stage. Oh, my gosh.
1: Dang. Everything yeah. was perfect. Yeah, she no, was, she, she jumped the hands. Good. Oh, okay. Like yes, she was good. Hey, uh, Cabernet. <laughs> Save the day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, she was pretty, pretty uh, loosened up by that
0: point. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad she, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm glad that she's okay. I'm glad she didn't get injured or anything. That's cool. <laughs>
3: I wish I remembered her name.
0: Was she like an older lady?
3: Nah, I mean, she. Uh,
0: Late nah, 20s, like early 30s? Up. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. She bounced back right after that. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. I was imagining like an 80 year old lady. I don't oh, know.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> but different story. That I was okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So first question. Oh, wait, you did say there was 10 of you, right? Yeah. Okay. Where are the other members right now? Um, well, we got four horn players. Uh, I believe they're all
4: students. So they probably, they might have some classes right now doing some school work. Um, uh, our drummer is sick at the moment. Oh, and uh, the guitar player is at work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just normal
0: real life stuff. Cool. Yeah, of course I understand. Okay, well, shout out to them. We uh, gotta
4: kind of fit ten people in frame too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: that would have been pretty hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, regardless, I'm glad that you guys are here. This is gonna be fun. Uh, so you did say that they? Go- do any you, of you guys go to U N A? I uh, graduated in 2017. Nice, alumni, okay.
3: Okay.
0: You did too, you graduated in 2017? Yeah, yeah, I, I did a stint there, but yeah. you know. I'm, I'm a dropout. <laughs> CJ, you said you're a dropout? Oh yeah. Hey man, that's no shame in that, man. You're, you're living the dream right now, dude. Oh,
1: uh, selling barbecues is the dream. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start somewhere, man. <laughs> you're right.
0: Sure, okay. Okay, well, that's cool. I was going to say, like, I was going to ask if any of you guys went to UNA. What did you guys study while you were there?
2: Uh, I did music performance um, for six years.
0: So,
4: Mm, Uh, I got my degrees in entertainment tech and entertainment business.
0: Oh, nice. With uh, the comm minor. Okay. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that does that does actually sound really fun though and i just to ask like do you um i know that it's helped you in the career path that you guys have chosen but like on a scale from one to ten how much do you think it helped you um
4: uh, you learn some stuff that you don't know i guess it was better to meet people with like like like-minded people i guess right okay at least in my situation So the networking aspect
2: Yeah yeah.
4: He's playing music So I mean Performance Yeah, He's still doing it
3: Yeah and I actually went For a A brief period Myself Before I decided not to Anymore But um It I You know I was in percussion Classes and everything I was in the Entertainment industry program And learning stuff In my percussion classes You know Also helps Yeah So I
2: mean we We knew each other Just Just because We were in A A At UNA And then He moved up uh, a couple of years ago back to Florence, and then we moved into a house together, and then he became part of Coffee Black. Yeah, uh, so. so. Wow.
0: Dude, that's really cool. So how did you guys all meet? <laughs> okay. We went to high
4: school together. Yeah, we went to high school together. Okay. Um, uh, so did the drummer. He went to high school with us. He was just a grade above us. Okay. Uh, he met him in band. Yeah, I met him at UNA. we met the Horns and AML, um, one of the music fraternities at UNA, and then we played in a a, a band that had <laughs> been, we a very short-lived band, but we met each other that way. Okay. And then it, um, I don't know. We've all just played music. Like a lot of us have played music together for years, and it's just kind of like accumulation of friends. I don't know. That's how I see it. I don't know
3: how you guys yeah. see it. Yeah, it's kind of
0: the web. <laughs> yeah, it's just a big web. <laughs> a big web. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard Brock Hampton?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they meet on like a Kanye West blog or something? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Their just, rap group. Is oh, okay. Like it was three of them. Now it's two of them. Or right, no, it was like it's like eight of them isn't it. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Like all of the members, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: they all met uh on a Kanye West forum, and they're all just friends, and they all moved in together with the same dream of forming a all American boy, not all American, but American boy band. And I'm just kind of getting those vibes from you, and I was just trying to see if I can draw some parallels. But that's actually really know, that's beautiful, cool. like. I really enjoy the narrative and the idea of friends coming. I mean, I know that's how most most bands are formed, but just friends coming together. They all share a a similar interest and love for music so that they play and they have fun. They make memories together. I really love that. That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool for sure. Okay. So tell us about, like, the origins. Like, how did all this start and how did you guys form?
1: CJ, uh, I was looking to buy an expensive keyboard, uh, so I got a second job at this local restaurant called Pop Factory. Cool. And, um, I don't know, uh, I was inspired by one of my friends, uh, Kyle Braggwell of Space Tiger, and I just started like making my own music, like doing all the parts myself. Just, and I made an EP. Well, you asked me to play a, a show, and Damien had mentioned that if I needed a bass player to hit him up. And it just all fell in like together to where like, oh, uh, we need to play a show in two months. Uh, Damon, would you like to play bass? And then he kind of helped get the rest of them. So like, you know, drummer that he went to high school with. Well, the first show, we didn't have a guitar player. Kyle played. Yeah, AJ yeah. <laughs> It was four
4: people, first show. The drummer, CJ me, and Angelo, yeah. And we started, with a Five Piece? Four. Four piece. Four. Kyle just came in, hey. and then Michael went between guitar and drums. That's right. That's right. And then we got petty. Then petty. Mm-hmm. Then Taylor. Then horns. No, uh, I was no, after horn. horns. Two
2: horns. Uh, the sax and trombone were after the guitar player, and then Taylor. And they then they only asked me
3: because I have a lot of lot
2: sound lot of equipment
3: <laughs> and a truck, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it all worked out in the end though
3: <laughs> I mean, no, he, he, <laughs> no, no, he's, a gr- he's a great player
4: don't let him uh, it's, it's, the, it's not the only reason he just yeah. of that. That, he was, yeah, that, that wasn't the the reason
1: why he's doing it we need this
4: well he's literally here every practice because he lived in the place that we practice so it's just like why not yeah, bring why your not? hand drums and extra I stuff why not Yeah. I mean, we had already had, like, at that point, we were seven people. We were just like, let's just see how many people we can get, like, and make it sound like music still.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It all just kind of fell into place, huh? Yeah. Nice. 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 And I am really interested, CJ, like, when you said that, you know, you wanted to buy the expensive keyboard and then you started. So when you started making music, like, what was that process like? Like, like I'm saying, like from a person who didn't have a band, and from a person who just knew how to play music. Like, what was the process of you recording, writing, and doing all that for the EP?
1: Well, I've been in the studio before, like way before that. So, I mean, I, I knew how to sit down and how it would how it, the experience would be with, with recording um i had played a bunch of bands and then just kind of just like didn't for a minute and just felt the need to do something And it was as simple as just being in our space in the basement we lived in and having kyle come down with his computer plug some stuff in they record and me just lay down tracks and all the things that I had recorded at the time were songs that I had written like in high school, like maybe a little after in my, my one year of college, uh, just stuff like that. And, you know, you never really like stop once you start. I mean, so I just had things that needed to be laid down. Uh, I got them down and I mean, again, I needed a band because we, we. I was trying to play it live. And um, I mean, that's, just, that's just how it came together, like, I don't
0: know. <laughs> hmm. That sounds really nice. So like, say there was a person that wanted, like they have no prior musical or studio experience. And they were like, OK, I can play an instrument. I have songs that I've written. Uh, what would you
1: say their next step would be? Um, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Like, I, I guess always we, you know network because you can find somebody who can, like Damien here, can you can go to him and lay down, your, lay down your tracks and hit, you know, he's an engineer and he can help you through it. You can always find somebody to help you through it because again, I have no experience with the software and, 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 and mixing and all that jazz, but the friends around me um, uh, did. and I mean, again, if you if you have your, your music and you wanna uh, go about recording it, you gotta start with the, some people you know and see if they know people and it's just, again, it's a network. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, once you get in there, just be yourself and do what you can. I mean, don't go in there thinking you're Billy Joel, Elton John, like you can't you can't do all that stuff. Maybe not just yet, you know.
3: Yeah, and, and you know, Damien Damien may scoff, but yeah, there's, nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with pulling out old trusty Garage Band, pulling mm-hmm. out your mic, no. cutting a little demo in your attic or yeah. your whatever, your bedroom, like that's. A lot of music is made that way now. A lot I mean, of good songs. I mean, yeah, come that, out of people's
1: bedrooms. Download a download a, a voicemail app if you don't have one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because some things you'll you'll click on, you can just run with it, but you don't record it or get it down, and then you wake up the next day, and it's it's no it's, it's gone. Make you
3: know? a
0: demo
1: of
3: everything. Yeah. Demo everything. Yeah, demo. So there, There's your ne- there's
1: your answer. Demo everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a good answer. I uh, I definitely agree with that. Like I, I know the feeling of like having an idea and then like I'll be laying in bed and I'm like, oh wow, that's a great idea. I'll write it down later and then I'll forget when the morning comes. You
4: gotta write it down now.
0: I hate that. That's the worst. I've lost like so many, hopefully they'll come back to
1: me though. I know you guys have probably done that. I know everybody's probably done that too. So yeah. It's still a song I'm waiting to come back. It's not, I think about it every day. Yeah. It's Lost like, hits. Demo your stuff. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. So, what's the story behind the name?
1: Um,
4: you like Will Ferrell?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Semi Pro? No. Ooh. <laughs> Check it out. It's <laughs> will okay. Check it out. So, in Semi Pro, there's a character, there's a, 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 a bas- it's, it's about basketball. And uh, what back in the 70s, yeah. And um, my favorite rapper is Andre 3000. Nice. Um, he plays a character who goes by several different names throughout the movie. Uh, Uh, he what Sugar Dunkington, Downtown Funky Stuff Malone, yep. Um, his real name is Clarence, yeah. (laughs) But then uh, there's, I mean, coffee black. And then there's coffee black. That's what that's what I think that they settled mm-hmm. on by, by the end of the movie. <laughs> and now
0: coffee black. The <laughs>
1: best And we're just like, all right, that's that's good. Coffee black. That sounds.
0: Oh, that's actually kind of dope. <laughs> wow. Okay. You said semi-pro, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna definitely give that a watch. That sounds. It's it's a comedy, right? Oh, oh hilarious! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: I love
0: it. okay. Cool. That's really cool. Okay. (laughs) All right. So this is for all of you guys. When was like, when did you realize that music was something that you wanted to pursue as a career? Mm. Or, or at least music is something you wanted to do, like the way you're doing it now.
3: Well, my, my, both of my parents are musicians, my dad is a lifelong musician. I basically didn't have another any other choice. <laughs> I you know, I, I was put in piano lessons when I was seven years old and it's pretty much been nonstop since then for me okay. personally.
0: Okay.
4: I like music a lot. It was one thing I really liked. So I but I, I wasn't good at playing it at all. So I decided to go to college to learn how to record it for people. Because I can at least be around it. Went through college, did all that thing. Uh, through college, needed people to record, never found people. So I learned how to play bass to learn how to record bass and stuff like that. My buddies, I played acoustic guitar a little bit, and they needed a bass player for a gig. And they said, it's easy. It's the same thing, just four strings. And you play one note. <laughs> uh, I fell in love with that at that point. And then uh, once I graduated UNA, um, I had more gigs playing bass than I did recording people. So I play bass, mm. and record people, but just not as much. And it's just fun. It's just a fun pastime. Then you get to do it with friends. It's like it makes it even better than sitting alone by yourself to a, a drum machine. Yeah. <laughs> really hey, I still do it, but at least I. <laughs> That's how I get hey, my hey, hey, Brian, You demo. My it, you demo everything. So you put a you put a drum loop on you. You get your idea down. You go of keyboards and stuff.
1: It just makes it way easier. It's yeah. Crazy. He has rhythm when he has the bass in his hand. Don't don't get twisted. Oh yeah, I can't play the <laughs> I don't know.
2: Uh, I mean, I guess I wanted to do things in music back in eleventh grade, but I wanted to be like a band director. Um, so I came to U N A to be a band director, and then three years into that, I was just like. I really don't want to be a band director because I really like playing more. Mm. So then I switched majors to the performance side um, and started playing more. But there at the time, uh, it's very more set on the classical side of things um, when you're playing music there. Um, As far as like uh, being a music major compared to being like an entertainment industry major. and then you get done doing that and you don't really, <laughs> I didn't really think about playing in a band because I was so stuck into playing uh, classical music so in a way, orchestra. yeah, like orchestra and, you know. Broadway stuff. type stuff if you do. Yeah, Broadway, uh, orchestra pits and things like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think halfway through UNA, I wanted to play music live and perform, but it was a toss up on what I was going to do because there's so many options as a percussionist that you could do. Um, and honestly playing in a 10 piece band was not there in my mind. It was more like playing, uh, like Broadway type music and things like that. So yeah.
1: Yeah. My sister played the piano uh, a year before I started. And I was really jealous of that she got to do it, not me. And so like, this is like, I was 11 at the time. I would go back after she would be forced to practice because she didn't want to. I would go back after listening to her do it and without any music, play exactly what she did. And my parents decided after that, that year, I would be taking piano lessons. And then the year after that, I joined our high school orchestra, or it was middle school at the time. I was in fifth grade. And then the year after that, they let me, uh, they you know, I invited the sixth graders to, to join band. And then from, from then on, it's just like a, a snowball effect where I was just like around music. I liked the different classes and different things I was doing because privately I was taking piano lessons. In school I was playing with an orchestra. Also in school I was playing with a band. Then you move up to high school marching band and concert band and jazz band and same thing with like orchestra, all state orchestra and all that stuff. So I was just around music. It just felt like that was that was it, you know. Just you know, just again snowball into it. It It's just like, well, it's a force we reckon with. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's amazing. have you guys ever seen the movie whiplash yeah okay cool i uh i asked uh one of our other guests before and they said they seen it to i just uh i just wanted to know if you guys have seen it i mean i'm sure that pretty much everybody who's like you know in a band has seen the movie but i think that's going to become a running gag now i'm going to ask like all of our guests if they've ever seen the movie whiplash but uh, that was an aside so tell me about like your songwriting process like where do you get your ideas from as a band? Like there's so many of you. So how do you guys like collaborate with each other and lay down for lay down stuff for a song? I'm really curious to know about that.
1: I think we started like in the past I would bring the music and the and the words and we would uh, arrange it however we needed to. Basically um, a demo. He showed us a demo or like
4: but he would play it for us and we would just like take it from there. But, yeah. uh,
1: but now, I mean, now me and Damien will go, well, i have an idea. We'll kind of work it out something out or uh, me and whoever, maybe Angel has an idea, he would, you know, get down. Uh, but we will share our demo with the group, whether it be one or two of us. And we would, you know, go
4: from there. So share the demo with, always demo it. Share it with the group so people are at least – uh, they have a fundamental idea of the groove or the, the, the feel of the song that you want to get so that you bring it to rehearsal, maybe with a chart maybe not, just being able to explain chords or something but yeah, you at least bring it to rehearsal. People have heard it in their head so then they can make up their own part kind of like do I don't know, how I do demos is like a super basic like kick and say like do cat do cat so that when i give it to the drummer he's not like feeling limited by like what i wrote he just can make up anything he wants that fits over the i the the fundamental idea mm-hmm. if i do that cj he'll just he'll have an entire song written out mm-hmm. and bring it so then it's just hashing out parts jello makes a suggestion we all try it i just play my parts <laughs> Taylor he, Taylor makes a back. He writes background vocal parts for the yeah, most part. Yeah, I guess you could say that. You know?
3: I mean,
1: you do. Yeah, yeah. But so we're pretty much a democracy until I have to declare martial law. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Okay. So it's basically like you, uh, all of you have some sort of foundation, and then you just work from there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. If you get an idea, we always try ideas. Like someone has an idea, we'll try to work it out as a band and try the idea just to see if it works or not. If it doesn't work, then it gets cut. But we at least try it to like try to do something with it. Explore all horizons.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good way to like creativity flow. That's really cool.
1: Wow, okay. Yeah, no matter how crazy the idea, we try. Yeah, we'll try. <laughs> we try. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's good. So sometimes they say, yeah. Hashtag <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, So you guys, you know, you have like a really powerful mix of genres and stuff. So what are like you guys' individual musical influences?
4: You like music?
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 All kinds. Yeah. Uh, for real. For real though, like. Someone asked me that question. I, I mean, it just really depends on the day. Yeah. You know, one really day does. I'm listening to you know Earth, Wind, and Fire all day. The next day I'm listening to Snail Now. Yeah. Know.
3: Right, right now I'm on the and pop Wave, but we'll see how that, how that plays out in another couple of weeks. I had, I had a K-pop
1: run for a minute.
3: A K-pop run. Yeah.
1: Whoa.
3: <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have said First that.
1: On, look, <laughs> man, look, I'm just saying it's, it's crazy. But like in high school, again, I was in band. I wrote an essay on John Philip Sousa. I was listening to marching band music like 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 nobody's business.
4: Hmm. Yeah, you know, it, it's just. But then you get into stuff like i You you sent me that Whisper song. Yeah. I've been listening to the whispers. I probably listened to every single one of their records the past two weeks, probably, at least two or three times. Just all I listen to at work. They're actually getting annoyed with it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you change this? You, like, you know, it's that, so that, good. <laughs> Yeah, that's The Whispers. Yeah, The Whispers is great. Soul on R&B,
1: funk music. Yeah, Stevie Wonder all day. Yacht Rock. Mm. This dude dude, can't get enough of Steely Dan. Steely Dan's fantastic. (laughs) I
4: can't get enough of him, but like. You're trying to tell me that you don't like that songwriting. No, I love it. Okay. It's it, great. If it costs
3: a quarter of a million dollars to record the album. You better believe Damien's listening to it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I love all music, but looking at it from like a tracking and mixing engineer side, I guess like every song is a lesson you can like, like, oh, I really like that reverb on the voice. Let me go try it and do all this stuff. So it's like just exposing yourself to all music, mm. all music.
1: I was about to say, yeah, we play a yeah. Sheryl Crow song, you know? Yeah,
4: Sheryl yeah, Crow. We play Beatles, Stevie Wonder. The Eagles. The Eagles, Eagles. yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what we play. Queen? Queen. Queen, yeah. 80s music. I don't know if there's any 90s music. Uh, we, we, had, we did Waterfalls. Waterfalls, oh, yeah. TLC. We, just, we have an extensive list of covers and original music so generally for every gig it has like a we have a different set list kind of just to make it different every time
0: oh do you like the way that's going so far
2: i mean, I mean in current times <laughs> uh, know how much going on but before yeah uh, it was working out yeah and, uh, we had some gigs lined up and then we got cut so
0: Man. I'm sorry to hear that, guys.
2: That's not good. It's everywhere.
0: Yeah, every,
4: everyone dealt with it in 2020. Yes, And now. Uh, yeah. Maybe Bright Futures for the summer, though.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm sorry. What, did you, what were you going to say?
4: Oh, no, I just said that would be awesome. No, you're yeah. okay.
0: Okay. I just wanted to ask, I know that this is kind of a loaded question, too, but if you each individually could pick one song, that you have to say is your favorite song of all time. I want to know what that song is. You have to do it, you have to. Maybe a song of all time,
3: <laughs> like, by, like of ours or by anybody?
0: Oh, by anybody. Well, let's okay. do both. Let's do both. Uh, first uh, of someone, another artist. Jeez. Oh, so you have to do it. So many. I'm
1: gonna go first.
0: I know that it changes, but just at, at this moment right now, <laughs>
1: So again, my favorite artist is Stevie Wonder. If I was stuck on a desert island uh, I could only listen to one artist, for the rest of my life, it would be Stevie Wonder. And if it was only one song I can listen to for the rest of my life, it would be like the, the extended version of Do I Do. I oh my! God. I think it would be. <laughs> There's so much energy, just constantly. You right? You want to relax. <laughs> hey, honey, uh, it's like I'm talking kisses, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Uh,
2: do you know i mean i don't i don't know that's what i'm saying like at this yeah at this, this moment
4: this juncture in life
2: has anyone ever answered this question I just did. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay i know this isn't the answer you probably want but at this moment in time i could listen to christopher cross's self-titled album forever
0: Okay, the whole album. I'm not picking a song, but the mm-hmm.
4: album is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, If I had to pick a song off
0: of it, because that's what
1: I think, I think it's off the wall. Mitchell Jiggle, I mean, but I think Jill okay. is
3: yeah. <laughs> it, it never stops. <laughs> it never stops about bad books. Okay, I don't know. I'm really digging parcels right now, too. Well, I'm just trying to think of one song that I've been listening to for years that I've never liked any less than the first time I heard it. And I think that's it. It's kind of obscure, but I think that's it. Mm.
2: That's great. Okay, now I want to change my answer. Well, I'm going to, I guess for now, in this moment, I'm going to go with Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. Mm, That's a classic. Wait, the album or the song? Well, I mean, you said one song. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. I gave an album a I mean, I could do the whole album. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I mean, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, the whole album is great. Yeah,
4: uh, it's Yeah, the whole album. I don't, I don't even
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, man. I got a playlist of like a 100-something songs, so, and it's not enough. I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince. Oh, I
4: wouldn't yeah. be upset listening to that forever.
0: Oh, queen. Yeah, Queen.
4: Oh, uh, Killer Queen? That'd be a good song. Don't Stop Me Now.
3: I couldn't listen to any Queen song. Yeah, reason. you don't like Queen you know?
4: <laughs> Oh, Actually, I do, I do have a song. I'm sorry for changing it again.
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's cool.
4: The Night Owls by Little River Band. Final answer.
0: <laughs> Final answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's a great song. Oh, dude, that's amazing. a hard time, man. <laughs> okay. It's so
3: okay.
0: great. So, uh... That's good. I'm glad you guys picked one song. That's really cool. So now it, I, I want you to answer the same question, but of a song of yours. Oh, I hate them all. It's not triple.
1: music went this far. can't give up now, huh? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> uh, I guess I look at it. I
4: like them. I mean, I like all the songs. So we record them. We play them a lot. My favorite right now is something that's super new that we don't even have like a full demo of yet never give up yeah, yeah. Mm. That that so that it, maybe maybe it's just my favorite right now because it's brand new mm. release music
3: please me for me please yeah. me is such
4: a fun song I, say, I really like hope that's the first song <laughs> of the album
1: get away from me Right, get away. Get away is good. Yeah, you, I know you love get away. Hey, look. I like how real the question was <laughs> CJ, uh, what's your favorite song written by CJ? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me feel bad for all the other ones for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no. What mm-hmm. about you, Angelo?
2: Yeah, I think I would go with Please Me or maybe uh, as far as this out. How- recorded yeah please me but i think miss uh we got this one song called dabs or it begins and dabs there's like two songs that go back to back with each other um that one's fun but you gotta come to a live show to hear that one right now so oh
0: okay okay so you guys do got some stuff cooking right now. You do got some stuff waiting to do. Roasting, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> a, it's,
1: I it's like hot. that. That's a great... That's <laughs> not a, it's not a little simmer. It's a, it's roasting. That's good.
0: <laughs> okay, that's good. I'm really excited to hear that. Okay. All right. So tell us about your first album and, like, what the process was like and how you feel about it now that it's been released. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It took
4: like two years, a year and a half or so. Yeah. We started in winter of 2018, like right at the beginning of 2018. I don't know, 27. No, it was 2018. Because 2017, the summer we joined, well, we formed, and then we went half a year just playing music and everything. After about seven months or so, we started recording, and after two failed attempts of like doing it do it yourself and like different different ideas and everything. We ended up going to Portside Sound over in um, Muscle Sheffield. Yeah, yeah it's in Sheffield um, at Cypress Moon Studios. Jamie goes is an awesome guy. And we recorded all of the rhythm tracks in two days. All like the bass tracks, we recorded 12 songs. Well, 11 songs in one demo, because Pretty Face was a demo at that time. Um, yeah, we released one of them. Fields of Green was a single. He, he released that on the EP, but we ended up doing like, since he did it by himself and kind of like in this, it was like this nice like retro feeling thing. We wanted to do it like full big band style with horns and all that stuff. I think that's really the song that we like decided to try to get horns for and everything. And then it just kept them for everything. Because Nick can write horn parts, it, but after okay, so we tracked it in October and we released it the next November, thirteen months later. So I guess that whole entire process was recording background vocals, overdubs of anything we wanted to do, doing like, writing horn parts, having uh, having the horn players play them, um, just various studio time, and then well, I don't know. We probably got done tracking it all by like the next march and then from march to september we mixed it and did all that stuff sorry i guess i'm i know the process yeah, more. it's a process it's a very long process
2: very-
4: but yeah it was like listen, to, listen to the song oh hey i hear this in my head well cool let's go record it if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out we'll just take it out there's a lot of experimenting what were you saying i'm sorry
2: i was saying yeah it was definitely a process um just because we were still kind of new to that whole recording process of how we're trying to do things of how we wanted it to sound you know what i'm saying like once you go in and you figure out the things that you can do i think it makes it a little bit easier especially like with what we're doing with our newer songs you know but yeah it was good damian did a lot a lot of work on it to to get it done and um I think it was,
4: it came out really well. We decided to try to go with the sound that make it, like, say if you were to come to one of our live shows, we wanted it to sound like that, but a little bit more. That's also one reason we have 10 people, is because of all the stuff we added in the songs, we want to be able to present that live in some some aspect, at least so it feels familiar. Mm. This next one is a little bit more controlled, tight studio kind of sound, rather than like a lot... Like the first the first record we didn't use a click at all. It's all like natural timing. Like we all tracked the rhythm section together. No click. Real natural feeling. But it's it feels great. It feels live. It's cool. The song I mean, I guess I'm happy with all the songs that presented. He's the guy who's had them in his head for six, seven years or so, so probably a little different for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: For you. Mm. Some many renditions of that,
0: yeah, I really like that one. that's a good one that's that probably one. my favorite on the album, I think for you, yeah,
4: that's a good one. uh, I still remember that first practice one, so uh, the saxophone player is the one who writes most of the horn parts like ninety five percent of the horn parts, and um the first practice that we practiced and had like the full horn line, and they played that lick. he didn't want to tell us anything about it, wouldn't show us, so we just start running the song, and they just played the part that's so much that was. It was one of the everyone stopped just to like kind of giggle, and then we had to like continue try to play it and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's one of the
1: things like you you're playing and you hear it, you like forget your party. But like, oh, what, oh, that was nice. We oh man, I just
4: yeah, that was a great that was a great moment. I still remember that.
3: Oh, that's
0: what about a uh, season to season? Like, what was that process recording that and collabing on that? That was a song.
4: So I wrote the. Well, I had a chord progression years and years ago. um, And uh, CJ was uh, like, he had been getting together with Caitlin Barnes and like doing co writing and stuff, and then invited me. And it was just like one of those things like, uh, all right, cool, we got this one idea. And it's just like, does anyone have an idea? And I played a chord progression. CJ made it sound really nice on keyboard. And then we sat down, uh, like, sat down and we just like wrote lyrics. It, It happened like,
1: Yeah. 30 30 minutes. That (laughs) song was like
4: written, at least the general demo of it. Uh, We went over to my house one day to my little home studio and we tracked a demo of it. And I don't know, it just, it just came up a topic that we kind of like we had released the album and we hadn't really recorded any more music. So I was just like, Hey, let's just record it as a single. Let's see how it is. Let's do it. We'd always talked about doing a collab with like local artists and all that stuff. And Caitlin Barnes, she's fantastic. Caitlin Lott, I don't know. She got married. Barnes lot. I don't know. Uh, she has a fantastic voice and it was just, it was just like a fun little project to kind of do. It came together pretty like naturally though. Mm-hmm. It was uh CJ, me and Caitlin. We sat there and wrote it. We brought it to the band, played it three times. Everyone kind of had like a real natural feel for it. So we just went in the studio and recorded it one night. Hmm. Then added a lot of stuff afterwards. Kind of. There's no horns on that one, though. It's the only song that doesn't have horns.
0: Hmm. That's cool.
4: Yeah, I guess that's just the, how the process, I see it. Got the song done. Let uh Braden Campbell mix it. It's a buddy of ours. Really good. Uh, and it sounded good and everything. Got it mastered, released it, had a little single collab. Maybe do it again with some other artists in town. It'd be fun.
0: Yeah. So we can expect to hear more collaborations from you guys.
2: Maybe I would like to.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. It's really nice. It's kind of.
2: This is the uh, plug. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to collab, hit us up. We like to be a backing band sometimes in the studio. Mm. We like writing songs. Okay,
0: that's amazing. Okay, all right. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the upcoming project?
4: You want me to, or you want to do it? Um. Uh, the the ne- okay, I'm sorry. The next thing is going to be an EP. <laughs> hey, no, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, next thing, uh, the next. the next. The yeah. next. Uh, release will be a single off of the EP. I
1: but, guess we just go but, ahead. And just we're, we're doing like a double EP, right? Yeah, yeah we're
4: doing. A, rather than doing a second full album, we're going to release it into two different parts. So two different EPs. Because uh, some of the songs fit together real well. They all feel good together, but like some of them have like a certain sound, like a really nice kind of happier sound. And then the other ones have a, a different sound. So we're going to, the first EP is going to be called light roast. Mm-hmm. And we're going to release a single. I don't want to make any definitive promises, but may would be nice to release the single. And then maybe the EP out in July or so. Uh, at least the first EP. We, I want to release both EPs by the end of the year. So, at least eight new songs.
0: Four songs apiece. Okay. What's the second one called? Dark Rose. Oh, duh. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Light Rose and Dark Rose. Yeah. Any specific meaning behind that?
4: One's more playful and light, and the other one is... Heavy. Heavier I don't want to think you make you think of like a heavy aspect, but it's like Dark roast, in my opinion, is the songs that we kind of win in detail and like added weird stuff, and like it's fun for us to play, though it is still go- cool to listen to, it's like fun. they're just as we said, you know how we try every idea when we're songwriting?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Dark roast has most of the weird ideas. Okay, but they worked out okay but that's the next thing we got to record is dark roast we got light roast tracked waiting to be mixed
0: okay so light roast will come first and then dark roast
4: yeah
0: okay uh,
4: think about it like a side a and side b on a record
0: yeah okay and okay nice so it'll be eight new songs all together by the end of the year
4: yeah basically it is a record but we're releasing it in two separate parts just yeah that's really cool i feel
0: that's really cool i don't even i can't think of i can't think of any like i mean I'm sure they have, but I can't think of anybody that's ever like done that like I'm sure that people, have. people have done it yeah i just right I, no I can't that think didn't release people. one at least part two uh, okay. yeah okay all right, well, listen, it's getting about that time. I know that you guys are busy. I've really had a lot of fun talking to you guys and I really would like, as soon as you guys like get some live shows going and as soon as everything gets back to normal, I will definitely be seeing you guys because I'm excited to see what you have in the future and I'm excited to see you play live versions of the songs I've already heard too. Um, but was there anything else that you guys wanted to say? Like, did you want to plug any social media before we leave?
4: Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh be on the lookout for new merch help us fund a record
1: <laughs> also uh since you know we're not ba- we're not able to play live shows and that's what kind of like fuels what we do I feel like a I feel like an apr ad uh, uh, <laughs> but if you guys would like you know like to support uh what we're doing you could you know send a little donation to our cash app and a Venmo. which is coffee black seventeen but uh if anything like you know reach out to us and buy buy some merch because you know that that again helps us uh yeah, we'll, we'll spend, figure out a way to get it to you yeah we'll, we'll ship it to you wherever you need to get wherever you need to go drop it off if you're local uh meet us around town yeah but like you know every little bit helps you know because again we're not able to play live and and get that revenue from that so that's usually how we fund uh, recording sessions and stuff. Yeah. Live music from
4: getting paid from that in some aspect. So now we're
1: just doing it to do it. Yeah, but that again, the coffee black, the uh, uh, cash app and Venmo is coffee black seventeen. Coffee black seventeen. Okay.
4: No music. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't run that one.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you guys for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Um, And we will be supporting you. And we can't wait to hear for what else you guys have in store for us. But this has been another episode of the Soda Pop Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. And we will see you next week. Have a wonderful day and stay safe. Hey guys, make sure to check out all of our social medias. Feel free to send us your feedback at arts at una.edu or through the DMs of any of our social media. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you in the future.
3: This podcast has been brought to you by UNA School of the Arts. Executive producer is Mark Gallegos, co-produced by Selena Fugate and Tyler Hankins. Special thanks to Dr. Terrence Brown and the entire SOTA staff.